Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the wacky, wild, wonderful world of what are we gonna call this shit? Um, well, we could just do with apologies for now. I figured we'd upload <laughs> some we'd we do some test runs on the uh, LLC as we figure figure out all the kinks. You know, for reasons I've been thinking about getting that logo as a fucking <laughs> pirate flag. <laughs> Man, it's it's so sad. <laughs> it's it's like at some point you have to come to terms with like what was real to you <laughs> and, and what are we doing here uh, you you've been on this same journey with me <laughs> how have you reckoned with well, uh, where the fuck we're at now that's like everyone's freaking out about bud light having a trans spokesperson now what are you supposed to do ian if if you do love something because of reasons and then the company <laughs> makes billions of dollars and then they start selling to trans people because it's like well we want to get our bag and then the company <laughs> the company always has people that come back at you for being mad like defenders that go what <laughs> what you don't want them to make money what are they supposed to make beer for free and it's like why but you were making money before doing the thing that i liked Weren't you? Then isn't that how we got here? You did the thing that I liked. It made you money. And now you're doing the thing I don't like to make more money. It, it does seem a little underhanded if you cared about that sort of thing. I was thinking about people like Jesse P.S. where it's like their their reality is a series of compromises. Because there's a point when he wouldn't, you know, have <laughs> got, you know, doxxed and sent shit to people's houses. But at some point it was beneficial to him to do it. And so he compromised and he's like, <laughs> that's what I do now. <laughs> and and it I feel like you get eaten up by that if you allow yourself to just fall too deep in it. And eventually it's just like there's no it's like quicksand, you know, for the internet. It does seem to be the inevitable end of, of everything on the internet. That's why I love the meme, dox them and call them the N-word. Because <laughs> that that is where this is headed and like there's i keep trying to explain to focus like when he when he's like i want like there to be like a community of streamers all helping each other and working together and like make a server and i'm like okay this is very um like charming <laughs> that you think this focus but <laughs> this is not what's going to happen <laughs> The same fervor that these people in the new uh, Wiggas audience hates Ian Ellis and despises him. The minute you have a take, because that's not something they like, they are going to immediately start their own live streams and they are going to have the same hate for you, fucking. <laughs> so well, just here's... be ready that all the Johnny Diapers and all the Tampa Typhoons. In a year to two years, I just want to say they are going to be talking about how the Wiggas changed and, and they hate the wig. The Wiggas are, are foul pieces of the shit for whatever reason. It'll be it'll be <laughs> benign. It'll be something that you couldn't believe that they're mad about, but they'll be mad about it. Focus CDS and and Uncle Dusty, they're like the Skypeans. You know, they're, they're just, they're, they're too good for this world. <laughs> you know, they, I told Focus in a private, I said, listen, man, the sewers is not where it's at. All right. <laughs> you know, I understand you want to be a G, <laughs> but I was like, that, that's not even what you're trying to do. <laughs> you, yeah. <know>? Just... <laughs> you can't be a good person 
you know what I mean? And just like burst onto the YouTube scene and be successful because that's like the natural thing to do. The sensible thing to do is to get to know people, see who you like, see who you don't, see what works, see what doesn't. But like the right thing to do is to be like Kyle, to be unique entertainment <laughs> and immediately pick the most, uh, what, is, what is it, controversial take and just <laughs> go with it no matter what anyone says. And that Ooh. will get you instant Ooh. success. Wow, where's the nigga? What can for me? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. So first of all, nigga, I, I'm, I'm nuking the Middle East. That's the fifth thing I'm doing. <laughs> like, okay. Day one. Let's, you know, um, do you pay attention to politics at all? No. No. <laughs> no. It, it, it's... It's something that I'm so sick of in just every in everything. How even like super trolls, supposed super trolls like Mersh and Jesse PS, they still have to like they are still like really in the know with like I don't still don't know what a groiper is. Like Nick Fuentes, I I went on Twitter <laughs> and I tried to figure out these Twitter live streams that people are always doing. Nick so, Fuentes is, is streaming on Twitter, Keemstar, Sneeko, the quartering, everyone's in there listening. And I'm like, what is what are we talking about? What people are interested in this? <laughs> this is insane. Let me tell you about Nick Fuentes. He is an example of that, like a compromise and a compromise. And he got motherfucked <laughs> this dude like in his early 20s got banned from everything they took down it like he was about to be a millionaire just talking that talk and being like you know a mouthy <laughs> tucker carlson like you know that fucking manga guy the the one that i was spoofing where i was like you know act black read manga <laughs> it'll be like popping up at the mouth nick fuentes was like the that of politics you know what i'm saying isn't there anyone that does that that doesn't well, do it with politics. So like, he is got, there anyone that can just not talk about politics and still be funny or entertaining? This, this is part of the conversation of like, are you trying to change the world? You know, a lot of people pretend they say dangerous stuff. When you say something dangerous, they don't respond by uh, canceling you. You end up in jail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they send um, the military after you like that one guy from Discord the other day. That's what they do. They will pick you up in a truck today if they want to. Yeah, SWAT was in the Discord. You know, they, they, fucking, they were leaking <laughs> documents. The CIA has entered the chat. <laughs> the FBI has entered the, the Discord. Uh, hey, cool kids. <laughs> the little wave emoji, the stupid fucking bunny rabbit that everyone puts. So the Groypers are uh, Nick Fuentes's like troll memeing community, and he has a hardcore like all the Pepe's, like all the people that were like, <laughs> you know, it's okay to be white, like that. Those four chan guys, those are Groyper dudes, and he's fucking fucking with reality. <laughs> you know, we weren't paying attention to it, but he was like fucking up their system for real, and they tried to destroy him. They motherfucked him this way, that way, and the other. And he might be a white supremacist. I'm not saying he's a great guy. You know, he says some incredibly racist shit. And yay, has <laughs> taken a liking to him. You know, the the Robin to his Batman. Fucking, what, <laughs> you know, what is yay doing here? Is he, he's like sponging up. He's just going to use him up and toss him away. Is Nick Fuentes just like a condom for Kanye? I think Kanye is kind of like a guy that's at the end of the video game, but doesn't really realize he's beaten the game and he's still looking for more stuff to do. 
So he's like, he's he's like, oh, he gets into alt right stuff. He can immediately <laughs> become best friends with Milo and Nick Fuentes. Like the day <laughs> Kanye puts on the MAGA hat, he can go talk to Trump tomorrow. <laughs> like he can speed run all of these niches. And so like the same way where Kanye is like, you don't understand, Sway. I've been to France. I know Louis Vuitton. Balenciaga's in my phone right now. Like now it's like. <laughs> You don't understand the political climate. I'm friends with Bill Gates and Donald Trump. And it's like, okay, well, I mean, he is. He is now. So what do we do now that he is those things? What what well, what Donald, is it Donald now? Trump did say if he's not allowed to run for re-election, he would throw his, his support behind Kanye. And you said this is like a last-minute convergence. <laughs> you know, this is a Hail Mary pass. On the, it all ties together. It all ends up in the sewers eventually. So did we come to any conclusion on, like, what people are supposed to do if their favorite beer brand goes astray? <laughs> like, or are you just supposed to deal with it? Like, is everything going to go trans? And if you don't like that stuff, you're just supposed to deal with it and quit being a whiny bitch about what beer you buy? Or is there something to... I've been supporting this brand. Uh, I've been supporting Myers Wieners for 24 years, and you guys made it game now. So now I don't want Myers Wieners no more. Like, is there something to that? <laughs> Imagine the the audience you pissed off is just going to sit there and drink and get mad. <laughs> you know, the bitchiest <laughs> group of people you ever could have infuriated. <laughs> you know, they're just going to get turned up and be like, "Fucking, <laughs> fucking Budweiser is the reason my kid's gay and won't talk to me." You know, the algorithm shows you things. So, like, if you're talking about McDonald's, you'll start getting ads for McDonald's. Everyone that's drinking Bud Light just gets ads with trans people in it now. They're not even, they're not even searching it. So you're making ads to appeal, appeal to a wider audience. But the ads just show you stuff that you already are looking up anyways. So instead of a bunch of trans people getting into Bud Light, what you did was make a bunch of rednecks mad at this trans person, well, which is, I think, the complete opposite of what you were trying to do, right? The, these brands warm their way into our hearts by saying, this is cool. <laughs> you know? We, we got the babes. We got the money. And, you know, and my impression of Budweiser is, like, some chicks in a bikini at the beach and, like, some bros high-fiving. Like, that's what I imagine the Budweiser <laughs> commercial to be. Get her done. <laughs> I don't even like Budweiser, nor do I care who drinks it, you know? So, like, imagine someone that's a hardcore, I got the Budweiser 30-year anniversary duffel bag. Like, imagine how mad that guy is oh, when, when, when he I was a kid. When I was a child, I went over to this other kid's house, and his dad, the whole garage, was Spuds McKenzie. <laughs> you know, some beer had a dog with a circle around its eyes as the logo. And his whole garage was all Spuds McKenzie. <laughs> Fucking, can I, you believe it? I only said that in the first place because my dad had a bunch of Marlboro gear. Because you can't yeah. buy Marlboro gear, but you can take in like your, if you have a hundred tops Marlboro of the cellophane wraps. Yeah, they'll fucking mail you prizes. And so my dad used to collect his packs of cigarettes so that he could have Marlboro denim jackets and gay ass shit like that. Somewhere in California, they're making it where, like, if you're born, you know, after this year, you can't buy cigarettes anymore. <laughs> it's like, so quietly, cigarettes are like, you know, they're getting fucked up in the game, <laughs> you know? It is hilarious. California just keeps 
like making kids more wilder because like i i get it i know california is a gay faggy state a bunch of liberals live here you know everyone's trans i get it but then at the same time it's like like, oh we're gonna make we're gonna make a flavored um tobacco illegal for anyone under the age of 21 to buy and it's like okay well now all the 18 and 19 year olds are selling cotton candy vapes to the middle school <laughs> like are you are you happy with the world you've created now um i would like to talk to you about metallica <laughs> yeah I, I found out today from from focus cds and you that metallica has a new album and Kenny TV has been mysteriously quiet on the matter. <laughs> Kenny TV is a diehard Metallica fan. Now, I'm sure he would be gay about it and go, Oh, I like the old stuff, dude. Metallica has been real since 1985. <laughs> I bet you he defends the new stuff. He might. <laughs> this is a band that should have gone away. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you my main complaint with them. When I was like 10... You know, they had been on it, but they were like four or five albums deep, <laughs> you know, and some of their songs made their way into my world. And in the 80s, as a 10 year old, I was like, life is scary all the time. <laughs> like, I kind of, you know, I could feel it. I could relate to it. I was like, these guys hey, are cool. my mom. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy's mad. Daddy's angry. <laughs> um, you can feel it in your heart because you, you have no control over your life. You know, you know, it takes time to develop that. And the world can be scary, but eventually you develop, you know, what fucking coping skills, uh, ability to navigate through the world, self-control. You grow out of this shit. And one day I tune into Metallica and, and I was like, they're still singing the same, you know, frumpy 17 year old life is pain, emo horse shit. And I was like, these dudes are 45. <laughs> like if I got past, did they not get past it. Like, isn't it their responsibility to give you, you know, the, the next part, the antidote, you know, something? And I stopped respecting them. <laughs> I looked at them as the old men that, that had stunted development. Well, that's the thing, too. It's like, so, okay, Bud Light, uh, Bud Light fan, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you guys should have stopped selling Bud Light back when you were cool. <laughs> like... Or <laughs> are you being the shitty Metallica fucking member berry right now? And are you just wishing, you know, are you, should you shut up and let Metallica get the bag? You know what I mean? Like, because She's I would hot. say it's Look obvious that's what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bro, don't remember. the times, bro. Um, Metallic, if... Metallica's <laughs> old now and they talk about saving for your retirement, bro. It's badass. <laughs> I would respect that more um, than them pretending of, to be emo twenty-year-olds. Out of respect for Kenny, I decided to go check this album out, and it starts off with like, <laughs> "I was reckless as a kid, out of control. It's unacceptable. <laughs> I've grown, and I'm sorry now. Please don't be mad." <laughs> And that's what their lyrics are coming across as. It's and they have an a song, apology album. <laughs> they have a song called Screaming Suicide. <laughs> These 60-year-old men. I have a name. It's suicide. These 60-year-old millionaires. <laughs> These rich old men. Talking it's about like, wanting to kill themselves. If you're that tortured, you're mentally ill. 
<laughs> like, you know, it, as a human being, I would hope that you're farther along. Um, it's it. <laughs> I just cringe at it. Yeah, I was talking to someone. And they were like, it's fucked up what they do to you when they were a kid. They sent me to a mental hospital. And I was like, well, you know, that sounds fucked up when you tell it like that. Like, what happened? They're like, well, I tried to kill myself at school and they caught me. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, now, I That's mean, why. now <laughs> there's an easy solution to not. You can't really say that they thought you were crazy when it's like, you no, know, they were trying to stop you from killing yourself, regardless of whether or not you're crazy. That's what you did wrong. <laughs> it's not It's not because you have a mental disorder or. As C Mac would say, you'll That's never commit suicide. <laughs> hey, cuz don't ever commit suicide. He's in jail right now. And no jumper is apparently going under without him. Oh, man. Fucking no jumper is getting busted as a pedophile. You know, he's in all kinds of trouble right now. Yeah, his all of his employees for his podcast network did like a mass walkout all in the same day and quit. And then he went live with like a bunch of new guys and was like, yeah, I've been wondering for a while, like, what direction am I going to take this? Like, am I just going to interview mumble rappers forever? <laughs> it's like, oh, now you want to change. Now you want to grow up and show that <laughs> And as Red Bar would say, he has a Lisa Simpson. <laughs> He's got a Lisa tattoo on his face. <laughs> you know, there's, there's some guys where you're like, isn't there no going back? Oh, no. <laughs> He's changed. Life is pain, but I have changed. <laughs> Please, I'm not the same. Do you think that people like Metallica are are emo about the fact that they're not young emo kids anymore? Like they can't go back to when they were cool and they're just permanently depressed because they're chasing their own fantasy high? I told Kenny, the, the lyrics to this sound like AA poetry. <laughs> like, <laughs> describe what it's like in your head. Life is pain. It's the same. Boy, I need a drink. Is <laughs> um, it, I just I don't know what to do with these people. Like you got to put them on an ice flow, right? <laughs> like, all right, I understand it. Like this is all right. So I'm ten years older than you, a decade, I believe. <laughs> so to me, Metallica was like, like it was the thing for the generation before me. The 80s babies, they, the Metallica, they never heard anything like that before. It fucking changed their life. This is thrash metal. You know, fuck all this 80s glamour horseshit. To my generation, they, they were kind of cool. You know, they were around, but, you know, then there was like Corn and Slipknot and like <laughs> Marilyn Manson. Like, like these people are scary. <laughs> like Marilyn Manson's videos terrified me as a child. Yeah, the the bar had been raised to a point where it's like Metallica was just old people to me. Did they even exist in your world? Uh, well, I have what's known as a white dad, Ian. So I very much was aware of <laughs> a hip white dad, Alice in Chains. <laughs> no, I didn't say that at all. <laughs> Any anything prior to the eighties, I probably listened to in a pickup truck at some point in my life. You know, I, I, I never I thought a, it was cool because it was my dad's music. I, I had an Aerosmith uncle. <laughs> this is really, you know, if Aerosmith came out and did some trans shit, it would break his heart. My, <laughs> That's my dad was, was literally the guy. My dad was the guy like, yeah, bands like Aerosmith and Journey are for fucking prissies. Real guys listen to Alice in Chains and Metallica. <laughs> That's who my dad was. <laughs> he was hardcore. <laughs> my 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 dad was Kenny if Kenny was just born normal brained. 
<laughs> Almost the same age and everything. That's all I had to say about Metallica. This album seems gay. I've listened to about a song and a half. Uh, it sounds like SJW boomer music to me. <laughs> and uh, I, I think Kenny is stupid. <laughs> Take that, Kenny. <laughs> oh, now we have to, at some point, we have to get Kenny a chance to rebuttal. Try to get him. No, you. No, you. That will literally be what his rebuttal is. And if that's all that he says, then I guess that's the end of that conversation. Listen, Kenny did me a big favor and he watched my cartoon on Rumble. No easy feat for him. And I appreciate him. <laughs> what One Piece character can we assign to Kenny? Um, well, if not Chopper, then I believe he would be the whale. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you've entered the grand line. Here's your Kenny. <laughs> you, you get a Kenny. <laughs> Already mad about another guy that it, from before you showed up. <laughs> they said they were my friends. You're in love with One Piece now. By episode well, 200. You're all. Fun, funnily enough, uh, the latest One Piece movie, Red. <laughs> uh, it features a demiurge. Um, I'll, I'll tell people that have never seen this: the movies are not the way to get into it. <laughs> you know, you might you might think that uh, you know, oh, I'm going to see some cool action. It's all of the worst parts of the show. <laughs> That's what they yeah, make the movies I, out. I believe of. the the term is fan service. It's stuff that only the biggest of nerds would possibly enjoy, but it's apparently they really really like it. Here's what's frustrating is every fucking <laughs> stitch of this thing, this very long, beautiful thing that's made, is made with, like, heart-wrenching, you know, tear-jerking moments. It should be easy to throw one of those in. The movies don't have a single one. <laughs> There's not one one-piece movie that's going to make you cry. Well... There, there's something about this mass-produced style of like media, and it it's getting really bad now. Like things like Dragon Ball Z and like One Piece are old media at this point because they've they've been around for so long. Now there's animes, Ian. I when I go through Crunchyroll, there's so many animes that have such wacky, ridiculous premises, and it's almost like that content creators are becoming the AI art algorithm that is popular <laughs> now. Like I've been trying, I've been, I was on mushrooms the other day and I was really thinking about this and I was like, by the time the AI is good enough to where Ian Ellis can just tell a program, I want to make an anime about a cartoon rapping squirrel named little fappy x i want it to be 23 minutes long with an epic fight scene at the end and it actually makes it for you so we are at the point where now you can make any idea as easily and as fast as you can we're going to have already made everything by the time that that's finally possible <laughs> and it's not going to matter anyways there is animes i was just i was just going through reading the titles on like Crunchyroll of different animes Ian Ellis and it was like how to conquer a dungeon if you're born not wearing pants and it's like okay we I think we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel for the stories that we can come up with there's a reason why everything is based on 
the Bible, you know, and uh, Jesus and the Odyssey. It's because there's not that many stories we can tell. I it, fucking I learned how to <laughs> cast magic while working at McDonald's. Okay, uh, it's a novelty act. We <laughs> we don't need all of these ideas to actually be made. There's an there's an interesting debate, you know, a war to be had between they want to sanitize, you know, our perception of reality. They want to have some sort of control over you know, how we're being messaged and what we're being messaged about and keep scary ideas away. But as it becomes easier to just have anybody generate something, we've seen this, you know, with podcasts, imagine, you know, you can fucking talk to your phone and make a movie. Uh, it, it's going to be interesting what it does to novelty. You know, the value of novelty will drop. Um, I may, Maybe even the value of meaning. Like, I don't know, do we all just get to a point where it's like, just it's a mute <laughs> like nothing is impressive anymore we've just we've exhausted our creativity how how do you do like a live action parody where you're like okay i'm gonna get a costume i'm gonna make a set i'm gonna do all this stuff when when like some kid on instagram could just put it all into an ai and make it with the real voices and make it way funnier than you were ever gonna do with your stupid props or your fucking you're, you're you're drawing a cartoon parody of a political figure for three months and in that time <laughs> there's been a quadrillion memes made about the incident you know and i mean like when when is the the payoff no longer work worth the effort and the i think it's, it's coming because i think all the ideas have kind of been made like i think every show is going to become like black mirror where it's just a series of short stories because there's no there's no attention span to for a, another one piece for a thousand episodes to come along because we don't have another 25 years to like build that groundwork <laughs> so it's just every 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 story is going to be like oh there's aliens and they're farming us for for uh, alcohol and they they get invaded by uh magical people it's just every stupid idea that someone could think of will have been made be like wolverines invade from mars well, like every imagine, uh, thing any idea you have <laughs> there's 10 people making a better version of it immediately <laughs> just like taking over your idea <laughs> I, <laughs> I have a there's friend. no patience I have a friend that's been working on a cartoon of Bigfoot for five years now. It's like his brainchild where he wants to like make this cartoon about Bigfoot, but he's like a stoner and like it's it's all wacky and poorly animated. And I... in the time that he's been trying to make this Bigfoot cartoon, Ian Ellis, you may have seen this. There is an entire like 22 episode series of Bigfoot that a guy made <laughs> that's exact. He smokes weed and is dumb, and it's the exact concept my guy. friend is working on. Yeah, the Australian Bigfoot guy. He and, and my friend is still to this day working on this Bigfoot con cartoon. Unbeknownst to him, the well has been completely tapped dry. <laughs> I, I have a friend who makes Christian cartoons. <laughs> like, stop motion <laughs> you know he was trying to figure it out he figured out a method and he just stayed at that method and never evolved with the technology so he's doing stop motion claymation christian cartoons and he just stays trying to be the next aaron magruder <laughs> and it's like i'm like dude i've made 
three seasons, four movies of content with this bootleg method, like, please, <laughs> you know, it, it would be so easy to sit, like, go play with the technology and see what you can do. You were so stuck in your ways. Yeah, I, I know a guy that made a claymation when he was in high school for fun or something like that. And like, put it on his like computer and like a hard drive and it got lost and then like he had like the hard drive but he couldn't he was too technologically inept to like figure out how to get the file off of the hard drive onto a new computer and he just would always talk about and be like man if i could just get that claymation off that hard drive <laughs> like it's like dude that is not your gold mine in the fucking hidden in the desert like there's nothing in <laughs> that's gonna help you like i other other than you just wanting it for the nostalgia of I, you were little when you made that you just go do it again if it was that good what is wrong with you i think a lot of people get spun out on this idea that there is like one big thing <laughs> you know like like people will spend their whole life squirreling away and that's like you could have made a million different things in that time had you just, you know, kept going, you would have been so much more interesting and ahead of yourself. Kind of what I was talking about when I was like the anime and the demiurge. It's like the podcasts, like every concept for a podcast has been done to where now it's like where, well, here's four guys you've already seen podcasting, except they're all eating hamburgers for some reason while they do their podcast. That's <laughs> neat, right? You'll watch that for three or four episodes, right? Won't you? Okay, now here's here's four girls you've never heard of before, but they're doing a podcast you have heard of before, but kind of different for the chicks. That's cool, right? That's that's wacky. <laughs> one of them's a one of them's a trans girl too. That's that's interesting. <laughs> it's like I think I think podcasts are done. Like like as a medium, I don't even find it like a good way to consume information anymore the only reason i know what's going on in a podcast is because the people on instagram and youtube cut them up into those fucking andrew tate uh, sigma male shorts and i see i see those all the time so i see all the highlights of all the podcasts through memes but I as, as uh <laughs> you know you know the medium is the message the medium of podcasting is a, is an information delivery system i'm getting real old man here you know what I'm saying? And and it was great. You know, it was novel. You were getting new information. But now the ability to deliver that in, information has evolved. It can get you quick hits, man. You know, that Twitter can hit you. That Instagram, that Vine, that TikTok. You know, there's other ways to get that info. And if, all, if you just have a surface level, you know, investment, you know, nobody's like, you know, you're not getting invested in a guy anymore. It's all just like, just give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. <laughs> Yeah, and that's kind of been my idea too, is like make content that like people are looking for and, you know, stop trying to like, like that's, that's like a fantasy of, I think that's like a consequence of being a millennial is like, we have like the fantasy of like, if you're going to be successful at something, it's going to happen conventionally, you know where I mean? Where it's like, <laughs> you work your way up and you do, and it's like, no, stop. That's not, those days are done. It doesn't exist for anything. You know what I mean? Every time you make something, you might as well consider this is my new this is my new shot, right? <laughs> you know, this is the new chance. Cause there's no there's no like 
nuance to it. You know what I mean? It's, oh, I'm the first person to make uh, – Kyle's the first person to come out with Opie and Anthony news. So that's that's who's most popular is Kyle. You know what I mean? Like there is it's, no – He was first. And, and we know that there's like six people that are basically copying Kyle. <laughs> like they get all their leads and all their news. From, it's like, yes, I am they, also they subscribed to down. Kyle. <laughs> they sit down and get dressed up and get their microphone. They're set to deliver you this big breaking story about what's happening with Bobby Lee. But you already got scooped 14 hours ago by, so today, while I was walking my <laughs> retarded kids to school, I heard on my cell phone, on the loudspeaker, they was talking about Bobby Lee's Tijuana story again. <laughs> it's like, that guy is better at your job than you. You know <laughs> I give you, Kyle credit because he's listening to this shit. He's reading all these posts. Like he he's is subscribed to all the Patreons. He's really Kyle really did show us the business model where you just find something you're into, subscribe to their Patreon, and use that as a source to just deliver breaking news to all the people that aren't subscribed <laughs> to their Patreon. He's a fucking newsie. <laughs> but he's out there, he's he's reporting, you know, he's on the beat. <laughs> you know, Kyle's like a fucking Lieutenant Bullock. <laughs> you know, he's got a cigarette. He's fucking, he's like, kid, you ain't he, seen, he you ain't seen Patreon like, subscription fees. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> something that I could never do. Like, I might, I might make like a, a really like well told like documentary of clips or something like that that gets a lot of views, but it'll I come out a month. The time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, Kyle, it's, I've seen Kyle post news about Brendan Schwab at 5.30 in the morning before. <laughs> so, Brendan Schwab just canceled a tour day. I'm like, he's reading Brendan's Twitter at 5.30 a.m. looking for ways to roast him on YouTube. <laughs> he gets blackout drunk, and then at some point he wakes up and is like, oh, yeah, I got I to gotta listen to Twitter Tuesday. <laughs> you know, he fumbles yeah. around. I I have to. I must listen. I gotta make sure. He's got a fucking schedule. Anyway, <laughs> as Kyle would say, I do not envy their life. <laughs> you know, I don't envy Mersh having to constantly play in that world, having to constantly have a hot take about it. Right, like there's this big controversy, I guess, about Steel Toe because Steel Toe's in having such a bad time. <laughs> the last couple months just in general with everything they've just not been fun to be steel toe either of them <laughs> the internet just does not like them these are more skypeans that wander down to the blue sea <laughs> and, and i always wonder about these people with 400 uh, live viewers in their chat but then on places like twitter it's like them and four people defending against the entire compound media mob being like this stinks why is this on the <laughs> network Iraq should be fired for this <laughs> and it's just like four fat four fat mods that you've seen in other people's chats somehow <laughs> like Mersh they're like oh you guys are just jealous because they get paid to do this and you don't get paid to do this nigga <laughs> Somewhere in the offices of who are these podcasts, <laughs> Carl and whoever his partner is, uh, are scoffing and having the same conversation we had about focus. <laughs> They're just like, <laughs> steel toe. Uh, it's Still. like you can't even tell them. It's, you can't, you just got to let them, 
learned to discover. He just says, oh. you know, he's going <laughs> to do the opposite. He said it. You know? <laughs> and, and yeah, I guess Steel Toe, one of their mods went on the Kevin Brennan podcast, which has just fully been immersed in the sewers now. They're not, those people are no longer comedians. We, we just are on, we're, we're like sitting next to Kevin Brennan, Neil Brennan's brother at the bar every day. <laughs> Like every day on their way to school, we're in the back of the bus with him. Like he's right where we're at. So there's, there's no Again, to where he might have thought he used to be. A series of compromises. Uh, Kevin Brennan and Chad Zumok. It's like there are views to be had splashing in the sewers, but I don't think these guys realize, you know, that you're not going to come out of this. You know, this is just where you are now. There's yeah, no... you're not gonna you're not gonna now get a TV show because you have a bunch of four hundred live viewers on YouTube. You're not gonna show your brother your brother Neil what's for based off of feuding with Anthony Cumia, who also lives in the sewers. And somewhere Neil Brennan is fucking watching you know, fucking like rev debate with fucking Kevin Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, if we really put our effort in and had the people all invested cool, like kid. they were two years ago we could make rev and kevin brennan interact like we could do that if we put our minds to it we just won't apply ourselves to do that but that's fully on the table if we decide we wanted to pull a big old rev. he doesn't even do clubs Fuck <laughs> <Talk> that faggot! <laughs> oh, he's he's just gonna it. come up here and scream the N word at me. I don't do that, Kevin. <laughs> Why would Rav ever interact with Kevin Brennan? Just for our own amusement. I'm just saying that we're talking about people that are now living in the sewers. Like Red Bar said, oh. that people like us are the sewers of the internet. People that and, are too accessible. Yeah, like Kevin. And- Kevin Brennan and uh, Chad Zumok are getting their intel that they're like running and doing emergency streams on from the same trolls that we know from r slash merch and r slash mind scepter. Like these are our friends are the, the arms dealers. Right. <laughs> this fucking weird little war they have going as Kumia self-destructs. Yeah. What happened with Godfrey and Kumia? I missed that. Did he something happen with God- ass. <laughs> I Godfrey? Everything Godfrey. We need to bring Godfrey and Dante into the sewers. I, I think it's time. Yeah, I'm too so, old for that. Did something actually happen with Godfrey and Kumia, or am I wrong? I, I think Godfrey thre- threatened Kumia on the podcast. Like, if he ever comes <laughs> down, yo, if I ever see that racist old white guy come down to the cellar, I'm going to beat his ass. And so oh, now, okay. then in retaliation, uh, apparently, Anthony Cumia took Francine on a date to the cellar, and so I guess we're waiting to see what happens from that. Dude, dude, you should have heard the stuff he said about my wife. Brutal, dude. Yeah, I do love the arrogance of Anthony, where he's like, "What's the big deal? Why would he be mad at me?" It's like, look, I fully understand why he's mad at you. <laughs> I'm not saying yeah, but- it's cool, but yeah, I get it. I get why Bill Burr's mad at him, and I also get why Anthony hates Bill Burr's wife. It's like, you know, <laughs> it's a catch-22, I think. Ian, how on when you were at the height of, like, your open mic comic days, would you have said, like, 
would would you have told someone that you think their wife is ugly? Like not not in like a trying to make them mad type of way, but like to your close friend, like and his wife is fucking ugly. Like let's say to like grade A plus or one of your rapper friends or something like that. Like is that something you just say to your friend? <laughs> yeah, that's part of being, you know, at the table. <laughs> you just have to eat that. Just whatever we have to say. You just have to eat that. Can we make Kevin Brennan and Sam Hill interact <laughs> and have an old off? Oh, <laughs> my God. Have you, guys, have you guys been paying attention to what happened with Sam Hill? I've heard some things. <laughs> you so, go yeah. tell, tell Ian. What do you know about Sam Hill, Ian? I heard that, uh, you know, he, had, he told a story about getting molested or something. You know what, man? <laughs> you know, it was the summer of dealing. <laughs> and fucking, apparently he was too specific, and people went and looked up the dude that molested him, found him in a yearbook. <laughs> so I don't know that Sam Hill is his real name, but potentially there's a, a yearbook out there where we can find a picture of him. The guy that molested him did it in 1971. <laughs> the college photos were, so we're, we're looking at evidence that Sam Hill is as old as we think he is. He's in his 60s and 70s. Uh, Early 70s bang. at least, early 70s at least, and this was something Sam wrote in Alex uh, Octopus Cortez's chat. I'm probably high on Percocet, but he actually wrote the first, the middle, and the last day. Like, he doxed this man, <laughs> and it was his college roommate, and this man is 71 years old. Imagine Sam Hill's like, I'm probably too tired to be saying this, man. But you know what, man? Fuck it. Like, something on his soul was like, <laughs> like, fuck this guy. Well, th- this is what's so fucked up about it is that, okay, so Sam's excuse for that was like, oh, I'm trolling you. I, I found a real name, <laughs> right? But he also is, you know, uh, he also felt uh, the need to come clean and say, yeah, no, I wasn't born in 1983. I'm not really 39 years old, but I am in my early 40s. I'm not old still. Like, I'm still, I'm still kind of <laughs> not really old. Uh, the idea that everything is just a live stream now makes me not want to do live streams. Because <laughs> it's right. like, what do you, how do you like, do with everything being done? Yeah, we're just, we're just another one of a million people that are reacting to the same thing right now. I don't even know if this is the best way to do this anymore. It's not even, you know, what? You sound... fun when, when Sam Hill can figure out how to do a live stream, you know what I mean? And he's going to like, he he's going to make it his full-time job to just comment on how much he hates Ross dog for five years. And like, that is equally as interesting to people as everything else that I'm seeing. All the other streams are just about the same popularity level. If you take out like the bots, you know, uh, <laughs> Wait, he's in the same, he's in this, he's on the same terrain as dj academics pretty much right yeah <laughs> it's all it's all on the same level like i could, I feel your... like I could get on any of these people's streams if i just paid for their patreon or made a couple like chat donations what you're going through reminds me of when uh when when science started saying the earth wasn't the center of the universe what the christians must have been going through when <laughs> they're just like but but i'm not special it's like actually the galaxies are actually there's billions of galaxies 
<laughs> like, but what? <laughs> I guess I was. <laughs> I I tried so hard, <laughs> you know. Streamyards um, really did ruin the idea of like doing a show or something like that because now if you say that you're doing that, you'll get four forty five fucking truck stop Karens. You know what I mean? That all do their own shows, and now they're they're your audience. <laughs> I think we're going to be pirates. <laughs> I don't know That's where one. this is going. Uh... Oh my, I can't believe my ears. 